Hey, How how's it going? You? All right, all right. Good. Day was better or worse? I know you were busy this morning. It's crazy busy all day long. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Work don't stop. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah, yeah. But hey, at least it's snowing. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> Didn't that happen last year, too? I believe so. Yeah, around Halloween. I think we had, like, a blizzard or something like that. But That's strange. Yeah. It's it's like the world doesn't want you to trick-or-treat or something. But on Halloween itself, it's supposed to be really nice, or at least nice for this time of year. So that's a problem. Right, because people are going to try trick-or-treat. Exactly. I'm and not giving anything. Lights out. I'm not doing shit. There's a lot of touching with trick-or-treating there's a lot of touching involved and they're small humans yeah they're gross i know they're not as easy to like spread the virus as adults they have proven that now pretty much but no but you're bringing home a bag of objects that everyone in your neighborhood yeah like you've got to spray down all that candy with disinfectant it's all going to taste bad you know yeah like you know how if you have candy sitting next to another piece of like fruity candy for too long it kind of takes on the properties hate that yeah because you just want a piece of chocolate and it's like why does this smell like bubble gum well guess what everything's going to taste like lysol this year if the parents are doing their jobs if not then you're bringing home a petri dish of different dna samples from your entire neighborhood and beyond and i know that people are going to do it like especially here in florida because they just don't care they don't it's annoying it is annoying. I'm annoyed, and I don't know how long this is going to go right. on anymore. People are people are just fucking giving up now. You know, you you've seen the memes. People joke around about it all the time. Like here I am inside, and they show like Bart in his bedroom window, and then they show like Lisa in the pool out back, and she's chilling. She's like, "This is my Instagram feed." Yeah. Yeah, because everybody's yeah. outside doing shit. Everyone. Yeah, everyone's pretty much given up. And, you know, I was talking to Ryan about this recently. And I was like, I don't blame them. Yeah. Because there's no plan. There's nothing in, like, what are we supposed to do? They've pretty much just said, well, this is going to keep going on until it goes on. And even a vaccine might not work. Right. I've, I've seen no, a lot of disheartening no. um, stories in the news lately about the vaccines and the lack thereof. And just how things aren't quite working out the way they intended them to, you know. Right. And why would you keep living your life like this when there's no end game in sight? Right. Like, I I don't want to get sick. I don't want people I love to get sick. So I'm still going to social distance and mask and everything. I don't understand why people don't wear masks. That doesn't that will never make sense to me. That is just a selfish, weird move. And it's just such an easy thing to do too. you just throw one on before you leave or whatever. But. The like going, seeing your friends, seeing your family, doing these things. Like I, I don't blame people anymore. Yeah. Um. The big one I think is going to be Thanksgiving. Yeah. You know that's just it's an American tradition. I'm not doing anything for Thanksgiving. No, me neither. I usually don't though. I mean, my grandma is pretty much the the, the focal point of Thanksgiving uh, mm-hmm. these past few years, and she's ninety. And I don't, yeah, I can't in good conscience, you know, do something like that's what I'm worried about with Christmas. Yeah. You know, I I just, uh, 
It's sad. It is sad. But at the same time, it's like I it'd be stupid to do anything else. No, I know. I don't disagree with that at all. Um, I, I'm talking about more the everyday stuff. Yeah. That's that's like okay, this is a little bit higher of a risk, but I I don't know. I don't like that there are people that are acting like it's it's still like you're still you're a selfish asshole and stuff for doing X Y and Z. I'm like we've been in this for eight months. Right. Uh, are we really going to it, this is not human and normal like this is a really weird thing i think we need to be a little bit kinder well people that are experiences <laughs> with the exception of people that are deliberately not wearing masks that are causing trouble they're trying to be dicks i'm not talking about them right i'm right, talking about right. the normal people that are like they went to a bar well you know if the fuckers are going to open up bars they, that that might be a choice that they make, and, and it's not necessarily a choice that I would make because I'm not a bar person even when things are completely normal, but I understand it. Like, I understand why you're just like, I'm tired, and nobody's doing anything. This is just completely out of control, so why should I keep living like this? Right, right. The bar thing, it, it's... I love two minds about it. I, I understand where you're coming from with that point. I, I absolutely do. But I feel like the bar isn't critical. I understand people are living no, their lives not. and everything like that. Um, but, you know, when it comes to things like, okay, I need to go to the dentist to get my teeth cleaned or I need to get an eye exam or, you know, I have to go to the DMV. Like, I, I had to go to the DMV not, this weekend. We're not talking about that. That's not what I'm talking about, though. Those are essential things. Well, they're, they kind of toe the line to me. Like, okay, yes, you do okay. want to have healthy teeth, absolutely. But it's not a dental emergency. So it's like somewhere in the middle. You know, it, it's, yeah. it's, it's almost like a cosmetic thing. And I hope nobody judges me on my dental hygiene based on the statement I'm making. Well, we're, well I'm talking about purely social things. Yeah. So, like, I don't think bars should be open. Mm -hmm. I think we should be giving relief to bars so that they can stay alive but stay closed. Yeah. But if the bars are open, I don't – I understand that people are going to go to them because they're losing their fucking minds. Yeah. So, like, I I understand that. Like I said, I don't always – it's not necessarily something I would do. I personally don't – I don't think I can go to a bar until there's a vaccine mm-hmm. or until we find great treatment for this. And we know, like, I just want more certainty before I do something like that. But I understand why people are doing it. Or, you know, people talking about, like, small gatherings at their house or whatever, like a house party, but not necessarily, like, packed house party. But there's, like, let's say 10 people or whatever you invite your friends over. And... I definitely see people going like they're idiots, they're this and that, and I'm like, they're they're just trying to live mm-hmm. because we are not living in normal things. Like, be pissed at people that aren't wearing masks. Be pissed at people that are voting against our interests. Like, be pissed at all that, but like, to to be mad at people, like, like my grandparents are high risk, but they went to see family members up in Indianapolis, like, which is a couple hours away, because it was my grandmother's birthday. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I understand them getting together, those couple of people. They're being very careful, but, like, 
what kind of life are like like there is a point where you go okay we're also looking at quality of life not just life like it's which sucks because that's been a bullshit talking point from people that haven't believed in this thing from the start right that automatically just caused me to just kind of like frown about that because yeah i mean but it's it actually is true though that it's been taken away from from like normal people that's the problem yeah I guess it's because the numbers are going up again in, in big ways yeah. across the country that I have a hard time getting on board with what you're saying with that because I understand quality of life. I understand wanting to needing human contact because it's it's a this natural. This initial conversation that I had with Ryan was before these numbers started spiking, by the way. Okay, but to finish my point, what I'm yeah. saying is is that in in observance of the numbers going up, right? It, it's it does come off a little bit selfish because it's like if you think you're the exception why would that be a logical standpoint and it's a rhetorical question obviously but you're not the exception it's it's science doesn't stop working for you because you've been good all this time it it's not a matter of what side you're on it's just fucked up and oh i completely agree okay no no no. i i don't think I really don't – I mean, maybe maybe I'm viewing it differently than how the people who go out are. I don't think that a lot of these people are going, I'm not going to get it because I haven't gotten it X, Y, and Z times. I think they just stopped caring about getting it because the mental part of it has become so heavy. Yeah. I think there are a lot more people that are that way than we realize. They don't want it. They don't necessarily think it's a like nothing, but they just don't like they can't deal with this. Like my um, I'm not saying he's he's not breaking anything, but like a uh, close friend of the family, he's just turned 18. It's his senior year of high school. Mm-hmm. And like if he was the kind of kid that would do this, like if he broke a rule and went out to a party, I'd understand that, you know. OK, I, I get your point. I just don't agree. <laughs> like. I just, I can't get on board with that. Maybe it's because I had it or something. I'm not trying to high road you or anything. It's just, I, I can't get on board with it, man. This is like nothing else that's ever happened before. This is just Wait. an insurmountable thing. And I understand people are frustrated. I totally get that. I understand well, that. Well, that's the only reason why I'm saying that, like, maybe we should, uh, have a little more grace with people because it is a thing that has never happened. Yeah. That, that was kind of my point. Like originally was, I'm not saying I condone it. I'm saying that I understand why you've reached that point. Okay. Like why a person has reached that point. Okay. I get what you're saying. I, I'm not, I'm not expecting you to agree with me ryan also did not agree with me on this by the way <laughs> he's very much on your side he's like you're being a selfish dick like and i was like he, not not me he's talking about theoretical person because i'm not breaking these protocols like i'm still on i'm i'm a hypochondriac so this is my worst nightmare all of it it's all my worst nightmare mm-hmm. but i also like have seen the anxiety of it and that side of it. And I can see that, especially with people who are more extroverted, I'm kind of in the middle. I've discovered like I'm not as introverted as I thought I was. 
I'm also not super extroverted, but um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I've I've always kind of been the middle. Um, you know, I've, I've I think I've said before I'm I'm extroverted until I'm not. Like that yeah. battery just runs out after a while. So uh, yeah, there there are times where it's like, thank goodness I'm home. I wouldn't want to be outside in all this bad weather, or you know, this is something that I wouldn't want to do anyway. I have a built-in excuse now. <laughs> you know, it it allows flaky people to be flaky, and that's great. But no, after a while, it's like, man, I, I sure do miss things and people and yeah, exactly. Life. <laughs> after right. a while, right? But yeah, yeah. I mean, I and I, I'm very curious. I'm like, what are they going to do? Shutdowns again? Because of the way things are, like, well, Chicago's doing something to that. I mean, they're they're limiting they? access to bars and restaurants they're, now. Like, they're closing earlier. Uh, they're threatening taking away uh, liquor licenses if, uh, you know, parties don't uh, comply. And, yeah, that, that fatigue is there because some of these restaurants and bars are just like, fine, do what you got to do, but we got to try to make money. Yeah. Yeah, livelihood. Man, these, uh, these ba- like bars are like the most difficult thing for me because I'm like, god damn, like restaurants, okay, if people need to eat, but like going to a bar, why are bars open? Fuck. Right, right. <laughs> it's just all gooey, germy nastiness in the best scenario. It's just bad, man. Like, and and I'm and I'm of course living in Florida, where I'm like, it's just wild down here. They're not going to close anything down again, right? They're not going to close anything down here unless there's some sort of like mandate. If we got a different president, and then I feel like I don't think they could constitutionally do that. No, it's, there's going to be so, a big fight right out of the gate with all of this stuff. I know. You know, and uh, fucking knucklehead is saying, "Yeah, we're watching you, governors." Like you're threatening governors because they want to take care of the citizens. Okay, all right, all right. Yeah, and do their damn job. Yeah. Yeah, it's we, bad. <laughs> we have a um. We have a specialist that uh, does press conferences with our governor, Governor Pritzker, every day, uh, Dr. Azike. And mm-hmm. she's been great throughout this whole thing. They used to have daily press conferences that were televised on NBC. And, uh, you know, she would come on and she would give the figures and everything like that. And she would give, like, real facts, just saying, look, this is what we're going to do now. Uh, when the mask mandate started, she explained why it was, uh, you know, happening now and not before. And, you know, they, they don't have the, the daily updates anymore, but now that we're spiking again, they did interrupt for a press conference. She broke down in tears because she's oh, like, I saw look, that. Yeah, yes, yes, yeah, that, that actually made national uh, news. So, yeah, yeah, she lost friends in this pandemic oh. as well. And it's like, damn, you know, she's working so hard nonstop trying to get people to understand the severity of it. And it's like, what else can she do, you know? Yeah, and when you see the numbers on like how proper mask usage can can take so much of this away, yeah, that's when I get really frustrated. That I will like, you know, I had my discussion about the other things, but like not wearing a mask and not wearing it properly and everything like that, there's no fucking excuse for that. Right. None. Well, Unless you're a, a, a small child, you that's know. That's the real middle ground right there. Mask party with your mask on. If you got a party, fucking party with a oh. mask on. Absolutely. There. I mean, there. 
it's just bullshit. Like, I don't understand how we can have generations that sacrificed so much, that, like, went to war, that did all these things, and we can't even wear masks? I want to go to Hot Topic. Well, okay. <laughs> uh, well, wear a mask. Wear a mask. Like they sell like, masks at Hot Topic now, I'd imagine. I don't know. I, don't I know think everywhere topic. sells masks at this point. Yeah, you kind of got to. They'll give them to you for free if you go into an establishment. Just go in. It's like, here, yep. please, take this mask. Yeah, yeah it looks just like Invaders a mask. <laughs> People are crazy. They are. Fuck. <laughs> so, hopefully... Things will improve. Yes. PlayStation 5 is coming out in a few days. This is good. It is. Yeah, that's happening. Um, people are now, or I should say, journalists are now able to take them out of the box and show people what they look like next to other things. So these are exciting it's times. It's huge. It is. It is larger than every other console uh, for the past three generations when standing up. Crazy. I, I guess lying down too, that would make sense, yeah. But yeah, it's it's the largest console. And they did a um they did a deconstruction where they showed like why it looks the way it does and you know why it takes up so much room. It makes sense. It's just man, yeah, that thing is massive. Yeah, I saw a picture comparing it to other systems. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. It's just giant. <laughs> I didn't I didn't realize I knew that the Xbox was big, that the whatever, I don't remember the names of them, but like the bigger box version. Mm -hmm. I thought that was bigger, though. Yeah, I did, too, because you've never seen them side by side until somebody put that picture out. Uh, You know, measurements are just like imaginary numbers until you actually see it in front of your face. What's funny, too, nonsense. (laughs) Yeah, Xbox, just nonsense. Xbox has the reputation of having the larger systems like over time, even the original one. People were saying, like, damn, you could sit on this thing and play it, you know? That thing was a chunky, chunky beast. Initially, it was going to be shaped like the letter X. Like, sharp angles and all. (laughs) It was was pretty sharp when they came out with it. There were some edges on that. There were some edges, yes. Um, But the current one, people have been uh, comparing it to a a mini fridge. (laughs) And so... It's like one. Microsoft leaned into it. And they they mailed Snoop Dogg an Xbox refrigerator that looks like the new Xbox. Oh, that's funny. Inside of it, there was an Xbox cake, a lot of gin, a lot of juice, <laughs> and some bling. Okay, why why Snoop Dogg though? Well, because he's apparently he's a big gamer. Like he. Oh, okay. Oftentimes, will tweet out videos of himself complaining about Xbox Live being down. <laughs> so okay yeah okay. so this is their apology <laughs> that, that you know him him and his colorful language in between hanging out with martha stewart and being a rapper he likes to play xbox i still love their relationship it oh, is and martha stewart are friends it's just it's just wholesome it really is it's like somebody put them together as a gag yeah <laughs> and they were like you know what fuck that i like this person yeah, yeah, let's hang out. Let's yeah. be buds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it's very weird. It very is. Weird. It is. But, you know, friendship oh. goals. When we get older, we're going to be like Snoop Dogg and Martha Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, what a weird comparison. I don't know which one I'm going to be or you're going to be, but I, we'll that's, find out. That's the, that's 
the scary part. <laughs> well, given last night, I guess I'm going to be Snoop Dogg? Maybe I don't you. know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what Guys, happened last I, night? I made a mistake. Oh. Okay. I'm going to try to dissect this in my mind. Okay. Of, like, going through this chronologically, because it's all a nonsense mess. So, I came into possession of some uh, edibles. <laughs> and I have I have smoked weed. Um, I have never taken edibles. I was offered them once. I went, no, because I knew, A, I was going to be driving. And B, I, even if I wasn't driving, um, I just was like, I had heard edibles can sneak up on you. Mm. <laughs> so mind you, I'm not a complete, I'm a complete idiot because I knew this. Uh, I, so I was like, I know edibles can sneak up on you and that they can be strong. So I just was like, no, I don't want to mess with that. I, I passed then with the idea of like, ah, okay, maybe I'll try one at some point in the future. Okay. Cut to, <laughs> uh, I get some edibles mm-hmm. and I've never taken edibles. So I just assumed <laughs> that when someone tells me take two, it's fine or whatever, yeah. that, that's like the proper dosage and the proper dosage for me, honestly. I was thinking, oh, okay, you've you've taken three normally, and I should take two or something like that. That's true. Like when when <laughs> when when the person recommending the doses to you forgets to take into account the actual like <laughs> body size of the person taking him <laughs> versus their body size. Like say just for a wild example, if the person is twice the size of the person taking the dose, probably want to cut that in half. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> so I contacted um, in the aftermath of this our friend Bradley over at Scary Best. Yes. Uh, who lives in California ah. and is knowledgeable of these things, and he told me that he would have recommended for my first time trying edibles. And I looked up a chart on this as well, like ten milligrams. Okay. Like. Like that range, maybe 15, something like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Guys, uh, I took 200 milligrams. <laughs> what? <laughs> I took two of those. You took, you and took, they, okay, you took two of them. I took two of them and they're a hundred each, correct? Oh, no. no, 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 no. Okay. So this is, this is good. This is good. We're talking about it because. Okay. Cause I thought that was the serving size. No, what is it? no, 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 no. That's a hundred milligrams per container. And that's oh, because okay. with edibles, like, there's no. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. No, you would have been insane if you took 200 milligrams. Dude, I was insane. <laughs> no, no. You were, you were insane, but you would have been like insane. If you. How much then <laughs> that's the problem okay so when you're when you're enjoying edibles of of anything Stay whether it, whether it be thc uh, sorry, or CBD, when you're enjoying edibles. yeah when you're enjoying edibles whether it be thc or cbd um there's no perfect science to measuring how much per per like piece is is in each piece you know what i mean so it's like 
if you have a brand and you trust the brand, then you know okay. how much you should take at a time for that brand. However, yeah, you probably should have started took, with one. I I took two chocolate covered espresso beans. Yeah. And okay. So I took two mm-hmm. because two was recommended to me. Yes, yes. I yes. have a feeling that if I took one, I still would have had a really rough time. Yeah, that is know, my theory. That's that's <laughs> okay. Now I'm like I said, I'm glad we're talking about this because yeah, certain things do have a, a tendency to hit you differently, especially given like the 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 base of them. So if you're taking the espresso bean, that also has an effect on your system too. So right, that could have somehow <laughs> dug its okay. way deeper. Anyway, all I'm saying is. Yeah, certain edibles work differently on certain people. I still don't understand this fucking metric of measurement that this particular brand has decided to do. Why would it say 100? That doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, I, I, does it say uh, – never mind. I don't, yeah, this is weird. So, okay. So the, the fact of the matter is I probably should have taken one. <laughs> yes. I took two. Mm-hmm. I like to think that I took 200 <laughs> because <laughs> holy shit. That okay, was the strongest so, one. Like scientifically, it is possible that somehow one of those little balls of espresso bean chocolate may have had 200 milligrams in there just by some weird happenstance. What is the what is the brand name of this? The brand is Terra. Yeah. I sent you a picture of it. Uh, okay. So, what we're dealing with. Yes. So I'm, I'm, I take them around six o'clock mm-hmm. um, when I'm getting ready to go eat dinner. Don't allow, leave me alone. All right. Uh, I'm looking at this brand real quick because I'm just very curious now <laughs> as to what people say effects felt during ratings euphoric relaxed energized focused okay this high is light yet perky disagree yeah yeah. it would be great for a morning wake and bake why (laughs) do you want to meet satan okay it also may have something to do with the fact that you haven't imbibed in quite some time so no, I haven't. That's right. true. What? Five milligrams of THC? That's it? I believe so. I mean, that... I am never fucking with edibles again. <laughs> never. Well, there you go. Never. That's the okay, other thing, so too. I took two, so I... I took ten, then. That is nothing on this scale. That's the other thing, too. When it comes to edibles, they're usually a hybrid, so you don't really know exactly how it's going to hit you, whereas... If you're smoking a strain of something, those descriptions that you you get online from like leafly.com or whatever, those are pretty accurate because people have, you know, done trial and error. Right. Okay. So uh, I'm, (laughs) I'm going to read more into this later, but this is, um, insane to me. So that's all I took. That, that, that's a very insignificant amount. I'm telling you, dude. (laughs) 
for what happened to me. <laughs> Things happened to me. Okay, so around six o'clock, I take. Guys, this was a fucking journey last night. Mm-hmm. Um, around six o'clock, right when I'm getting ready, before I get ready to eat dinner, at like maybe maybe six thirty, I take them. I take two of them because I'm like, oh, fuck it, take two of them. Now, mind you, I'm the kind of person who Google's side effects of like taking ibuprofen with my Claritin. Like, <laughs> why I just automatically took two and didn't even think about it? I don't know. I just was in that mood. Yeah. And yeah, like you said, I haven't smoked in a in month, not since March. Right. So, I you know whatever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm getting ready to start the movie. Which, by the way, I did not watch last night's movie because I start. I, I'm I'm sitting on the couch after I eat dinner. I'm eating a cheesecake because <laughs> I'm like this high is gonna, is kind of starting to hit or whatever. But yeah, okay. And I'm like, I really want this cheesecake. I want to enjoy this experience. What? Because I'm thinking I'm just gonna be high and like enjoy it. Because I I've I've smoked. I've been great. Like I've really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And. Then I'm at like the last bite of the cheesecake, and I remember this because I did not eat that last bite of the cheesecake. <laughs> I and imagine it hitting the ground in slow motion and just it, thud. No, no, I just set it aside because I was like, oh no, it's happening. I I was like, wait, first I was like, oh cool, it's kicking in, uh-huh. and then it just immediately went, oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no, oh, no, and. I things started to shake. Mm. Um, like the room, like my vision was fucked up, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so I was like, okay, 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 okay. Uh, what did my ex say if I got too high, if I had a bad time? So, because she was the first person that I smoked with. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, what did I? Oh, she said, take a shower and then go to bed. Okay. Okay, so I get up. Which is I've never heard that solution before, by the way. I don't know if she was bullshitting me to make me feel more comfortable. Like, hey, there's a solution for this or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever. She said, like, take a cold shower and then go to bed. Whatever. It, you know, it might be the Barney's mixer elixir type of thing when you have a hangover <laughs> from Himium. Yeah. But that's what she told me to do. So I was like, I, I somehow remembered that. I got up. I went in and took a quick cold shower i have no idea how long i was in there because time became weird Mm -hmm. time became very weird which is a thing that happens when like there's a regular high time gets weird um i was like holding on to the side of the shower because standing upright was very difficult (laughs) very difficult oh man and I was like, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. I just, okay, I, it's fine. You're okay. You're okay. Like, I, I was definitely doing that a lot. So I I took that cold shower, which I think was only like a, a couple of minutes. But like I said, time is funky and weird. Because at one point I remember looking at the clock and being like, oh, my God, it's been an hour and a half or something <laughs> like that. And I've been at this peak 12 out of 10. Yes. Uh, okay, so I do that, and then I go. I put. I somehow thought of putting a towel down over my pillow, so that my wet hair didn't like ruin my pillow. Kind That's of a deal. Good idea. Yeah. 
yeah, I don't know how I thought that, but I did. And then I was like laying down and everything's spinning. Everything's spinning. I'm 20 million thoughts a minute. My brain is in hyper overdrive, mm. like unbelievable overdrive. And I was messaging you and I was like, this is bad. Like it, this is, this is really bad. Why did I do like it? It was insane. Um, so I ended up, I was messaging you, mm-hmm. I was messaging you, D, I messaged at the very beginning my, my cousin Emily, because we were just talking before that, and I was like, well, I just took edibles, and then at one point I said, like, this is bad, don't do this, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, I, D messaged me. Yeah. And somehow Dee became my caretaker. <laughs> she just straight up like took over because, and I remember specifically I was trying to switch in between apps to talk right. and that became too difficult. Well, that's why I stopped bug- bugging you because I'm like, all right, you know, Dee is representing house Peters this evening. Uh, because you mentioned to me that you were having issues. Like it was I difficult not, to swap between the I apps. Could yeah. not, my body was so dysfunctional. While this is happening, so now I'm laying down on the couch. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is the spot where I am safe. I have decided. So I'm laying down on the couch, and my skin is getting, like, hot. Wow. Like, and I did look at, like, I, I thought I was having an allergic reaction. Mm. And then I was like, no, you're probably just, your body's, like, dealing with this thing, trying to fight it off. But, like, I touched my skin, and it was hot mm. kind of thing. And I don't think it was a hallucination, but it could have been. Um, and everything, like I said, everything was spinning. So, like, I was physically, like, it was, I also, I get further into it. And I think this was when I was starting to hit, like, 7.30, 8 o'clock. So, like, I'd taken it around 6, 6.30. Mm. Um, uh, my body started to shake. Mm. So I was literally like a like a chihuahua shaking. Oh wow! Which is something that happens to me when I have really, really, really bad panic attacks. Like it's happened to me a couple times in my life where it's that bad, where I, um, it it, it is like a shiver, cold, like you're you're you're, you're shaking like that, like that kind of cold. Oh, I when felt you, that before. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Right, when you can't stop. Yeah. Your, it's like your skin is shaking. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. So I had that. Um, and I was messaging D throughout this. And, <laughs> um, oh, I have a video. I'm going to play this real quick of the audio. Oh. No, this is bad. This is a towel because I had to get in the shower. <laughs> So that was me going, oh, this is bad. Yes. Oh, I messaged Allison too. She was she was another safe person. But like I said, there's there I reached a point where I could not switch in between apps. It yeah. just it, it was it was not possible for me. I couldn't do it. Like I physically just it I, something in my brain broke and it <laughs> could not do this thing anymore. Well, you know it's interesting. I'll just I'll just give you a little side <laughs> note. Little side note here about D. She is the designated safe person in a lot of scenarios, uh, you know, mm-hmm. while we were coming up and everything. Like, we, we've, we've got friends who 
have tried By various way, that's things. That's usually me. That's yeah. usually the role that I play. <laughs> See, even, even the safe friend needs a safe friend every now and yeah. then. But yeah, like we've 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 befriended various people from all walks of life over the years. And you know, it, it's interesting. You you get people who are like very much of the culture of pot and smoking and the whole ritual of it all. And then right. you get people that just have it like ingrained as part of their life. Right. And when you meet people like that who aren't like just like, yeah, man, 420, blah, blah, blah. When you meet people who are just like, yeah, you know, I take it for back pain. I use it to relax, that sort of thing. These are people you can learn a lot from. And yeah, that I was, feel like I needed that. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I mean, this is yeah. this is these are the type of people that you can get like viable solutions from and not just, hey, this is how you make a bong out of a beer can, <laughs> you know? Right, right. So, yeah, it's it's always good to have level-headed uh, people who partake in your corner at times. Yeah. Yes. So Dee became my person Yes. <laughs> through this. Mm-hmm. She was very equipped. One thing that she was doing, she if I started to spiral too much, like one time she was like, hey, what do you see behind your eyes? Mm-hmm. What's in your eyelids? And and she's like, is it the fireworks or is it swirls? <laughs> and I was like, I closed my eyes and I was like, oh, it's fireworks. Yep, yep, she yep. She's like, oh, okay. Like, she <laughs> she totally mama bared me through this yep. horrific, horrific couple of hours. She's trying to get you to focus on, like, the enjoyable parts of it and not, like, the weird, like, I can't control my body parts. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's the so, other thing, too. Like, this is the first time that you've really been solo doing this sort of thing, right? Yes. Okay. However, I had been in situations where I had smoked and then was left alone. Oh, okay. Okay. So, so. I, it's not the only time I've been high alone, but it's the only time I've been this high alone. Yeah. <laughs> I've never been this high in my life. I don't ever want to be this high again. And ever. That's, that's good. You have that metric now. Absolutely. And it's way too much. Yes. <laughs> but I should also tell you that you can also control the amount of, you know, edible or whatever that you imbibe. Um, I, not, I totally not saying, buy into that. Yeah. And I'm not saying it's like a brownie you can eat or something like that. I'm saying like, um, you know, these different establishments, they sell like tinctures that you can put little drops in your, in your coffee right. or whatever, or, or your tea, you know, so you can control how much you get. It's not always going to be that bad. And it's, it's unfortunate. Yeah. You know, this goes back to the conversation we were having last week about the food you eat before you get sick. Like, I'm never doing that again. And you can't. Oh, I know. No one can blame you because it's like, that's your experience, you know? It's just, yeah, that, that hits this you. Was, <laughs> that hits you. I used to, I used to think, oh, maybe one day I'll try mushrooms. Uh-huh. And after this, I'm not trying mushrooms. <laughs> I'm not fucking doing it because I think this was as close as I ever want to get because I'm, so while I'm dealing with all of that physical stuff as well, yeah. I'm, I'm talking to myself a lot. I'm going through a lot of psychological things. I'm laughing uncontrollably at times. I am crying mm-hmm. at times. Um, like I am going through a lot, a lot. D has become a closed vault on everything that I said. Thank yes. God. Yes. But I am going to share some things because there's some of this shit is funny. Um, 
So at one point I said face is hot, so I drank more water. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh I literally said I feel like this moment of me having this experience with drugs is an after school special. <laughs> I am an after-school special person. I was a good kid. (laughs) At one point, I was alarmed that I couldn't, (laughs) I couldn't switch. So I wanted to text my friend Ryan, Mm. uh, our friend Ryan, but I, yesterday was my grandmother's birthday, so her name was next to his name in my phone. And I looked at it, and things were getting blurry. So I was like, I don't want to do that. I'm scared. So I <laughs> so I said to Dee at one point, and I said, uh, you were, <laughs> I somehow got to, the, I was talking about, uh, makes the story even funnier, doesn't it, God? I don't know what I was, I was like, I, I don't know. I anyway, couldn't I even said, advise you on that one, man. That's, yeah, that's out of the left field. Dick- I said, you were such a dick to me this year. <laughs> I guess I was talking to God at that point. I guess so. <laughs> I'm like, I didn't do it. No, but he dude. Was, he was assuring me. Uh, and then I said, someone tell Ryan I was thinking of him while this happened. I love him. I love my people. <laughs> <laughs> you did something want, that was very smart, by the way. You... I said, I want to share my people with my person. That sounds very gay. <laughs> Oh, you were out there, bud. But yeah, like one thing you did that was very smart, and I commend you for it, is that you completely vanished on social media during that time. <laughs> you didn't fuck around with Twitter. You didn't fuck around with Facebook. You're like, nope. And that's the I best. I had no control over my body. That's the so best case scenario. <laughs> Do not get on social media. It was the Wall Street where he's trying to get into that fucking car. Right. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do it. Oh, man. I said this at one point. I said, I love that I wouldn't hurt anyone. I love that about me. (laughs) (laughs) Now, this is one that I was very fixated on. Very fixated on. And I remember specifically going, that's it, man. That's it. (laughs) This is the thing. This unlocks everything. (laughs) Which I said, something beautiful is right around the corner. That's. That's the thing that I said to D that I was like, that's it, man. That's it. <laughs> that's your that's your vision quest right there. That was your coyote. I wrote an entire paragraph about <laughs> <laughs> about how I'm 28 and 28 is significant because I had been watching This Is Us earlier that day and I was like Jack Pearson found Rebecca when he was 28 and that was it that was when his whole life made sense <laughs> I have a whole about that. if you ever make a movie about this experience John oh. Cusack is playing you that's just it there you go <laughs> <laughs> I don't know man he just makes moments seem so like significant when he talks about him but we'll come back to that the girls, the girls that I like never like me back it's dumb bitch let me love you <laughs> Let me love you. Hi, Lex. You are so stupid. This was the dumbest thing I've ever done in my life, by the way. So there's a. I was messaging D for like two hours at least, Mm -hmm. at least, maybe closer to three. Yeah. Thank God this stuck out with me because it (laughs) felt like an eternity for me. 
Yeah. I got a lot of fun um, crying during that time. So I appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was like, okay. So some of the thoughts that I can remember that I had in addition to all of this other emotional, it was, it was a very emotional experience too. Hmm. Um, <laughs> I remember thinking it's never going to end. Like when you're, Oh yeah. Like when you're sick and you're like, I'm never going to feel better. That's, I remember feeling that. And then I was like, no, it has to, I kept reminding myself. I somehow my logic brain kept going. No, 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 this will end. This is going to end. And it helped that D kept saying that to yeah. me. But I was like, this has to stop at some point. Um, I, I, I had very dark thoughts about myself personally <laughs> and, uh, and why, uh, my life is not where <laughs> I want it to be. So it was almost like a therapy in that, and mm-hmm. that I said things, uh, I said things out loud, so to speak, cause I said them to D, but like I said things that I had never said to anyone before. Mm-hmm. So that was interesting. Um, <laughs> I, I think I processed a lot of the failure of my book <laughs> in this experience. So that was good, I guess. <laughs> um, it, it felt like I was in hell. I don't know how else to describe it, but I was like, if this is hell, this is it. I'm physically and emotionally wrecked right now. Nothing makes sense. The world is spinny. I can't look at, like, if I turn my head the wrong way, mm. things are fucked up. Um, Do you feel abs- better knowing that you survived it, though? Yeah, absolutely. And I was, I even messaged D saying, this is going to be so funny to talk about in the podcast. <laughs> I was like, at least I'm going to get a story out of this. This go. is the worst thing ever. So there, like, I, I, there was that part of my brain that was like, you're going to be okay, kid. <laughs> Just get through this. So around, so it starts at like, I take it at six. It really starts kicking between 6.30 and 7. I was supposed to watch Ready or Not. Yeah. I watched that tonight because I started that movie mm-hmm. right as it kicked in. I watched five minutes. And this is when I know that it kicked in because I had sent you a message and I had said a name or something like that. Like, it was a normal name in the message. I don't remember what the context was or whatever, but it was like, it's John. Let's say it was John. Or whatever. <laughs> okay. And then I'm watching the movie and they say John in the movie. And I was like, what? Freaky. So <laughs> I thought it was so weird. And it, it, it was nothing. It was absolutely, no- it was insignificant. It didn't make any sense. <laughs> and I tried, and I tried to like, like say it and and articulate it and i just couldn't stop laughing and i was like oh it's hitting oh you said alex is that what i said alex yeah you said should have gone with one edible for for 200 alex oh yes alex trebek Uh yeah yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. okay so i made that reference and that and then uh, like a couple of seconds later it was like oh no so i got like five minutes into that movie and i was like i can't do this this is gonna yeah, that okay. freaks me out even when I'm yeah, and under normal circumstances that freaks me out. <laughs> yeah, I was like this movie, I can't do it. Which by the way, I watched it today sober, loved it. But I was like I can't do it. I can't watch anything. Yeah. I I knew immediately that I could not watch anything. I had to go do the shower thing cuz I was like this will save me. It didn't. 
Uh, and then I have to lay down and like go to bed, make myself go to bed. Of course I didn't. So I was awake and in that mode until 10 o'clock, about 10 o'clock. Wow. So it lasted for several hours. Yeah, that around tracks too. 10 What? I said that tracks too. Yeah, that, that will stick around a little bit longer it, from what I understand. Yet another thing that I do not like about them. No, because you got shit to do. You got shit to I do, know. man. Only smoke, my friends. Only yeah. smoke. Um, <laughs> I can control the smoke. I can't control the edible. This I do not like. So, I around 10 o'clock, and once it got closer to 10, I think I, I messaged D and I was like, I think it's starting to get better. It's starting to feel closer to normal, or closer to a normal high, not mm. normal, not normal. I, should, I need to emphasize that yeah. 100%. I did not feel normal until, you know, I woke up the, this morning and then I had coffee and then I, I biked six and a half miles and then took a shower. Like, Okay. And that's when I was like, okay, I'm 100% good right now. Like, well, you, I'm totally fine. You benefit from the fact that you were able to wake up the next day and get shit done. Like, that's something that <clears throat> doesn't normally happen um, when you're that high, whether it be smoke or edible. So that's that's I, a cool thing. I had no choice. I had to do work and assignments and stuff like I, ha I had to record a video of me doing asl mm. and post it for my entire class to see after what had happened the night before <laughs> so anyway yeah it was hell okay so around 10 o'clock i was like okay i feel like i can move again so i get up and things are still woozy like but i can move mm-hmm I found Cheetos. Those were really good. And I got some food in my stomach and I drank more water because Dee was like, have you had any water? Try closing your eyes for a while. Like th those kind of things checking in. I was like, I drank some water. She was like, good. <laughs> good job. So <laughs> around 10, um, I ate a lot of the candy that you sent me. <laughs> some Cheetos. <laughs> That's good. Some cheesecake, because I made cheesecake. Uh, Came back to that cheesecake, yeah. Yeah, that cheesecake was good. What do um, they call that when you're when you're when you're so high you can't get off? It's called, it's called like couch clutch or something like that. Mm, There's a I term. don't know. Anyway, yeah. But I so so I was like okay, and then I got tired. I was like, all right, cool. And then I slept for like ten hours. Yeah. Like I slept a lot. Okay. It was a very deep sleep. And like I, and then I said and then I woke up uh woke up the next morning, basically texted everyone that I had been talking to, telling them that I was alive and okay. There you go. <laughs> that it was a bad, just a bad trip kind of mm -hmm. thing. Mm -hmm. Uh and then like I said, I, I, I messaged you and I was like, Oh my god and you were like coffee. I'm like, Yes, coffee. <laughs> the sad part is is that I drink espresso. So it was a little bit like uh, hair of the dog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, okay, all right, no, this one's safe. This is this is safe espresso, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, and today I was like, 
this is going to be a very interesting, hilarious podcast. I went through some of the messages that I'd sent to D and you and everything like that. Not a lot of them because I got I like I said, I was going through a very emotional thing in that. Um uh I did message Ryan and I said, I want you to know look at this message. I was thinking of you when this happened. And he was like, oh my God, never do that again. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Because, of course, in my mind, I'm like, oh, I'm taking like 200 of this thing, whatever the fuck. I don't yeah. know. Like, I, I took too much of it. Yeah, whatever go, go it back was, and make sure that he knows you weren't like poisoned yesterday. <laughs> well, look, if I was poisoned, I was, I poisoned myself. That doesn't make it better. <laughs> uh I still think it's funnier if I took 200, oh. but whatever. Kind of ruined my story, but, you know, with facts, I don't like that. We're in a post-world, bud. Well, yeah, you're right. It's true. What can I say? <laughs> but, yeah, I mess the funny – to me, the, one of the funniest messages was I sent to Emily last night, and it was a picture of me eating Cheetos. I had sent this to you, too, mm-hmm. um, and I just said, don't do edibles. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and she was like, okay, I'm definitely not going to do that. And I was like, good, don't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, it was it was crazy. I thought I had taken like, so the reason that I thought I had taken so much, by mm-hmm. the way, that number, I didn't pull that number out of nowhere. I pulled that number from the case, the container that you had was yeah. labeled as 100. And then I Googled, I was like, because I didn't know what that meant. Mm-hmm. So I Googled, you know, CBD or not CBD, THC levels, and I found a chart and the chart was like it got super green when you <laughs> when you got on the uh, from leaf uh, leaf flyer. Leafly. Yeah. Super Leafly. green. Um, yeah. It's it's all over the place, because even if you go on the Kiva, that's the brand. If you go on Kiva's website, yeah, they'll say you know, roughly five milligrams per piece on the containers that are sold in California. But in other states, um, it'll say how many milligrams THC per container. And that was the case that I sent you. Like in really small text next to it, it says per container. That was, yeah, that's, that's what it's, they fucked it's up. It's so confusing, so confusing. Right, um, right, But right. it's like, the I click on the thing and it says, this is, this is what it says. This is what I read while I was high last night. 50 to 100 milligrams or whatever, which mm-hmm. is what your the case that says. Highly likely to impair coordination and alter perception. Can cause <laughs> negative side effects such as rapid heart rate. Oh, yeah. My heart was fucked up. Yikes. I thought I was having a heart attack a couple times. Um, nausea and pain. Like, it can cause you nausea and pain That's and a rapid up. heartbeat. Well, nausea. It says for experienced THC individuals only. This is what they give patients with cancer, inflammatory disorders, and other conditions that require high doses. So I saw that thinking, like, that's what I'm having? Mm. What? <laughs> so, okay, when did you look that up? Like, how far were you into this that you looked that oh, up? Oh, I was far into it because I messaged you. I said, I took two doses of the maximum dosage you oh. were supposed to take. I am going to kill you. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Um, but, yeah. Oh, I know because I took a screenshot. The exact time was 9.31 p.m. Okay. So, it was it – was, you were deep into it because I was going to say, 
looking into that probably was like the equivalent of going on WebMD if you Absolutely. stubbed your toe. So, <laughs> Absolutely. However, I will say by like 10 o'clock, I was starting to come down from it and be more normal. So yeah. I was reaching. And I, I, if I had reached the point where I could Google this, I was much more coordinated <laughs> than I had been for the previous two and a half to three hours. Yeah. I don't this. I mean, I don't know. It's almost sad to me that I only had 10, which is apparently what I should have had, which is normal. Mm -hmm. And it makes me go, God, I am way more of a lightweight than I thought. Well, like I said, like, it's, it's your chemistry potency. internally. It's, it's, yeah, yeah. You know, like the potency on their website is just like it's a medium head high. It's mm -hmm. a high to medium body high. Mm -hmm. So like or high to medium is what they both are. So like. It's not supposed to be that intense, apparently. True. But for me, it was. Like, I know people about your size that have to take, like, four of them to really get a feeling out of it. But these are experienced oh, no. users. I'm, I'm just, oh, my God. These are experienced users. You know, it's, like you said, it's. Yeah. You, you develop a tolerance after a while to certain things, and if you come to it fresh, then yeah, it's going to kick your ass. I... Like, it was just a lot. It was a lot. I never want to do it again. I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe if I had been smoking for a while and had my tolerance built up, I'd try them again. But like I, I am, I don't trust it. That's that's my problem right now. Mm. Is that I really do not like that I don't know what, like what I'm doing. Whereas if I'm, if it's a blunt, I know I can take three hits and I'm and I'm gold. Like I'm I'm solid. When we are, I like that. when we are able to travel to Cal around the country again right. freely. Um, then, of course, you'll benefit from actually being able to go into a place and have a conversation with somebody. Right. Uh, you know, who, who, you can tell them what you've done, what you've experienced, how you want to feel, right. and they'll help you get there. Right. I do it so infrequently, too, that like drinking, mm -hmm. I don't mind if I'm like smoking. I know a lot of people have problems with smoking, but like for me, it's like a, like if I if I had regular access, I'd probably do it like twice a month at yeah. that. Yeah. So you know, smoking a couple like taking a couple of hits twice a month, that's not a big deal to me. You know, like um, it do, it doesn't bother me on that level, which is surprising because I have a lot of allergy issues and everything. But yeah. I figured out the proper way to inhale it where it doesn't bother me. So. And that's uh, a skill. From what I understand, um, most people that have upper, resp res uh, upper respiratory issues uh, tend to do the vaporizers. So, yeah. you know, that's it's not the same thing as like, you know, the Juul or the nicotine vaporizer where it puts all right. the other shit into you. No, all you're doing is like heating up the resin to a certain temperature, breathing in that vapor and just getting rid of it. Um, and that's even more measured. I think measured. that's what dabs are too. Yeah, exactly. So that's even yeah. more measured. Uh, if, if you do it yeah. with, uh, something that isn't like aftermarket, you know, tuned up so you can get like a maximum amount or whatever. Yeah. People like that are just nuts. So, cause when you start messing with like the charge of a battery, that's when those things start to explode. So you don't want to, right. Don't want to fuck I, up your whole life. 
I feel like the next time I were to do something like this, mm-hmm. I would want to be with like either in person with like you guys or someone like there, or I feel that safe mm-hmm. or like I need to be straight up in a relationship because I was like, somebody hold me, please. <laughs> like I just wanted, I wanted a girlfriend to hold me in that moment. I was, it was such a dark, dark moment for me. Um, it's okay now. I'm, I, I, am okay with the experience and, and everything. Like, I'm glad that I did it. Yeah. Like, I actually, despite how terrible it was, because I, like I said, I now have this story that I think is pretty funny. I went through this thing. I'm also not a risk taker. I'm not. I'm, I am a person who craves safety and stability. Mm-hmm. And I think that can be a really good thing in my life. Like, I think that <clears throat> that's a a benefit in relationships and stuff like that, that I can be like a solid rock of a person for someone um, and for myself, like that I can show up. Like I said, like I had stuff to do today. I mm-hmm. still woke the fuck up and had my coffee and worked on those things. I was groggy at times, but like I got shit done. Like that's the kind of thing that, you know, I, I do take some pride in and everything. Yeah. And I like that, but I also know that, like, because I was an anxious kid and stuff, there were a lot of things I didn't do. Like, I, one thing, I don't know if you were this way, but, like, I didn't touch a drink until I was 21. Yeah, I, I started drinking pretty late in life, too. Yeah, I, I no, I wouldn't. Hmm. Like, it was breaking rules, mm-hmm. basically. It was illegal. I would somehow get caught, get in trouble, or whatever. Like, uh. I never smoked cigarettes. I never smoked anything until a relationship, you know, brought that into my life. Um, and that, and even then I, I refused, basically refused until I felt safe. (laughs) Like, and then I was like, okay, I'll do this with you because you're excited about it. And, um, uh, you know, like I felt safe in that situation. So, yeah, like I um I am I do have that more sheltered kid kind of thing at times. And I get kind of frustrated with people <laughs> <laughs> treating me like the sheltered kid at times. Yeah. Um and and like I said there there're good parts to it where you're you're boy scout, like you're you're Clark Kent, like and Clark Kent's a good solid dude, but you know, you also have Lois Lane calling you Smallville all the time. <laughs> so it's that God, I gotta watch Smallville again. Anyway, so it's that thing where I was like, you know, I don't regret that I did this, but I am very, very reluctant to ever do it again. Yeah. I like you said, like I would have to be, like I need the professionals telling me X, Y, and Z. I don't know. I also think the the head high versus body high thing is a really big deal mm-hmm. that uh I was talking to Bradley about. Um. One of the best experiences I had with, like, smoking was kind of like a situation where we were smoking, but we also kind of hotboxed the car Mm -hmm. uh, and then went and ate food and everything like that. And I was just, like, giggly and, like, felt – I did feel the, like, body high as well. Yeah. Um, So, like, it was kind of like a tingly – it was, like – it was really nice. It was really great. I felt control for the most part. Yeah. This, I did not feel any control. And that's one of the 
biggest problems that I had with it. And like, that goes I do not... back to what I was saying earlier about it's it's you can only do when you get edibles, they're only hybrids over the yeah. counter. Like you can't <clears throat> specify what strain you're getting. So that's why exactly. I think. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm also not a big drinker for the same reasons. Mm-hmm. Like I, if I drink, I'm very limited of how much I drink because I don't like losing control. I'm also the person who, like you're saying, like these, the safe person, mm-hmm. that's usually me. Like oh. I'm usually the one taking care of other people. So, you know, like to not be that way. I think that's why it was kind of funny that I was like, no, oh, fuck it. I'll take two. Like, I just didn't care. I don't know what it was about me yesterday, but I just did not care. I was like, this is it. Whatever. Whatever happens to me happens now. And it was bad. At one point, I felt like I was possessed by a demon or something. That's why. That was that old, that was that old school Catholic shit kicking in. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> not fun. I don't like it. I don't like Catholicism. Not a fan. I'm glad the Pope is like, yeah, gay people are cool. But, you know, no. On a whole, um, uh, hit or miss, to say the least. Right, 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 right. I'm with you on that. Uh, yeah, so that was, that was my experience. It was very weird. Um, oh, one last thing. I made note of it. I'm glad that I made note of this. So, the end of the night, when I'm still kind of struggling... I didn't know what to do. I was like, I need to listen to a song or whatever. I did listen to a little bit of music, but the thing that really got me through it was a Mr. Rogers audiobook that I'm reading, read by LeVar Burton. There you go. It's so good, guys. You got to get this book. I got it through Hoopla, so I don't know who all has access to it. It's called The Good Neighbor. The Life and Works of Fred Rogers by Maxwell King. Hmm. It's so good. The audiobook is read by LeVar Burton, so it's soothing in that way. Looks like a Mr. double. Rogers. Yeah, Mr. Rogers was such a good person. He came from a good family and good life. Uh-huh. Like it's just it's just very wholesome and sweet. And uh, I it helped me a wow. lot <laughs> to be like, oh yeah, they're really good people. They're good people. Like, (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) that was a lot. And then today I was mostly like processing. Oh, that was a thing that I went through, in addition to doing other stuff. So, yeah. There you go. Was he? The sleep was nice. I'm glad I got good sleep. It was not worth (laughs) that. That good sleep was not worth everything else, though. Oh, man. Okay. I guess we have other stories here. Yes. What is this Why the Last Man story? Is that still happening? Yeah. So it came from the most surprising of sources. I found this today. And I know you've been asking about it recently. Um, Why the Last Man uh, decided to use a CG monkey instead of using a real one. And this news comes from PETA. (laughs) <laughs> Peter previously oh, okay. slammed the planned series for its decision to use a real life capuchin in the original Why the Last Man pilot starring Barry Keegan as York arguing that advances in technology means there was no need to subject real life animals to such harmful conditions the series has since undergone a major overhaul and filming officially began yesterday on the new pilot starring 
Ben Schnetzer in the lead. They recast. Timed with that, Peter's senior vice president, Lisa Lang, said in this statement, For over two years, Peter has been urging Why the Last Man not to prop up a cruel industry that tears vapor in the entertainment industry. So, you know, they give a description of it, but then they say that, uh, yeah, it's it's co-starring Diane Lane, Imogen Poots, Amber Timblin, Marin Ireland, Lashana Lynch, and Juliana Canfield. What's interesting mm-hmm. to me, though, is that the production team is also primarily made up of women. So yeah, that's yeah. They said in fact, the uh, showrunner, director, producers, DP, production design, costume design, and stunt coordinator are all women, and that's not even the complete list. Hmm. So they're really trying to go for a certain vibe on this show. I'm looking up this new actor who's playing Yorick. Mm-hmm. Um. I guess he's the child of a- other actors, but I don't really know them. They're like soap actors or something like that. He he's the definitely... child of Rob Schneider and Brian Schetzer. <laughs> Why not? Wow, he <laughs> looks like Yorick. He just looks like you you brought from page to screen. Yeah, he's wow. Hopefully he just can visually, like he looks just like him. That's crazy. Yeah. The first guy they cast, I remember seeing him and going like, "Okay, whatever." This is like crazy to me. He's got like the the eyes and everything, like these like uh, brown eyes. Yeah, that uh, that's gonna be interesting. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. So right now it's just a pilot, but you know we'll see what happens. You know, I'm so used to I seeing shows. I have a hard shows. time believing it won't be picked up unless it's absolutely dreadful. Yeah, I'm so used to seeing shows like get that direct to series order before the pilot is even filmed. But this is a risk. I understand it's not a proven property in as much as like the X Men or a Marvel project or something like that. So I totally understand why they want to, you know, just kind of test the water first a little bit. So. But yeah, that was a lot of news about Why the Last Man that we hadn't heard about, and it's all thanks to PETA. I can't believe I'm saying that, but yes, thank you. Yeah, PETA. yeah, thanks. I'm glad that they're filming this. I'm glad that it might actually be a thing. I kind of think it's weird that they didn't just, you know, order a whole season of it. Yeah. I think it's I think it's as proven as fucking preacher, like, and they gave that how many years? Four years or Maybe whatever. Four. Yeah. Right. The boys? Like, I mean, it's it's the same, if not bigger, than some of these properties, right? It's been a while, too, though, you know? I guess. Yeah. I just, I will always defend Why the Last Man is my fave. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to see. I, I'm relu- I should say I'm reluctantly excited. I'm questioning how it will work, especially, you know, I always imagine if they did it, it would be on like HBO or something like that. Right. Um, what what limits will FX push? However, they definitely have done with like Fargo and stuff. They're not holding back much. So, you know, yeah, they, they know put some pretty brutal concern. stuff on there. I mean, if it's if it's FXX or whatever they do, like they did a great job with um uh, what was that show? Legion. They did a great job with that. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of got a similar vibe to it in as much as, you know, it's just a total mindfuck type of comic book. So, 
Yeah, right. I think it'll be fine on FX. Yeah, it probably will be. Yeah. Or FXX, whatever <laughs> whatever they're going with. <laughs> whatever they just... Oh, of course, we're missing the big one. American Horror Story. Like, Oh, yeah. Yeah, true. yeah. They're, they don't shy away. And uh, yeah. even, even what they do in Shadows, sometimes they get pretty brutal on there, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, other TV show news... Um, David Fincher announced that season three of Mindhunter is off the table. Mm, okay. He's not not doing it. Yeah. Um, so I guess because it was such an intensive show to make, mm-hmm. like he said it was a 90 hour work week. Wow. Yeah. And he said it absorbs everything in your life. And then he was he said, when I got done, I was pretty exhausted. And I said, I don't know if I have it in me right now to break season three. Hmm. Okay. Um, so he went and did this new movie that he's got going out, which is like a big Oscar buzz movie, The Mank, um, which is a Netflix movie. Mm-hmm. And then he's kind of, oh man, my app just stopped working. Um, he is basically like, it's a, for the viewership that it had. God, this website sucks. It's like one of those that keeps getting pop-ups, so it's oh, moving around. I hate that. Games radar, you suck. Um, <laughs> sounds like Netflix is like gonna, you know, try to take away some of the budget. Yeah, it's I mean, like, that's, and that's so no. Netflix. You know how they do. They they Fuck. start winding down. I, I fucking hate their their bullshit. Yeah. And like, they, I just saw them announcing that they're doing like Assassin's Creed and everything. I'm like, why don't you actually invest in the shit that you already have? They are constantly constantly picking up this stuff and then just tossing it away they just made deals with like four anime studios and i understand anime is kind of necessary right now because of the pandemic you need animation but fuck right i mean you got david fincher ready to go to an extent and he's having to ask for more cash that's not good yeah yeah I mean, we said the same things with studios. Like, uh, um, you know, I was reading, I remember reading a couple years back that, like, Martin Scorsese couldn't get a film made. That's wild to me. They would not give him the budget for a film. I'm like, you're making these giant fucking movies and rolling in this money so (laughs) that you can make the Martin Scorsese film. Right. Like, that is... Yeah, like, yes, the, you know, Fantastic, uh, not Fantastic Four, uh, Fast and Furious, and, like, all of these movies are making, the Marvel movies are making so much money, like, they're, and that's great, and they're fun, and we enjoy them, but they are kind of the thing that keeps the studio together so that they can make a whole bunch of other films, like, that are on a different level. I want AMC or TNT to back one of Scorsese's films just once. You know, Netflix did it, and it was a good yeah. investment with The Irishman. A lot of people loved it. Yeah. But TNT and AMC, notoriously, you turn on mm-hmm. their channels any weekend out of the month, they are playing what? Goodfellas, Godfather 1 and 2, something, right? Shawshank Redemption. Like yeah. The, yeah. They have like three <laughs> films, and those are it. So I'm saying it would it would pay dividends over time for them to give Martin Scorsese just as much money as he wants. Just like, hey, look, man, make us a miniseries, make us a movie, whatever you feel like doing so we can air it every weekend for the rest of eternity on Thanksgiving. Whatever. Just make it happen. 
and you get brand new content. That money could be, you know, that one season of Mad Men could be a Scorsese film yeah. now. And they're spending so know? much on Walking Dead. I mean, come on, guys. It's that they've gotten as much juice out of that grapefruit as they can. I don't know why I use that analogy, but you go with it here. Yeah, okay. I mean, it's just it's it's gross. They did what they had to do. They've killed the zombies. All the original people are gone. Well, they are ending it. No, they're not. They're not? <laughs> they have they spinoffs. Won't. They have spinoffs um, and they're adding another spinoff with uh two of the characters, uh Daryl and and who's the who's the chick that hangs out with Daryl? Carol. Carol and Daryl are getting their own spinoff. Oh my god. It sounds like a bad eighties sitcom. <laughs> Carol and Daryl, weeknight song. Carol CBS. Well, okay. Yeah. That's a thing that's happening that I wasn't aware of. Yep. So, yeah, that zombie train ain't stopping no time soon. The comic book even ended. The comic book was like, okay, that's enough. We've, we've gone as far as we can. Robert Kirkman notoriously was like, I don't ever want to end it. Right. Even he said, that's enough. I'm good. But yeah. No, it keeps on rolling. I don't know how you make something and not know, like, and not have the ending planned. I can't that would imagine. freak me out. Yeah. Same. That's why George R. R. Martin is in the situation he's in. He didn't have an ending. I find it hard to invest in media that doesn't have at least an idea of how they want it to end, you know? I 100% agree. Um, It can work out well sometimes, occasionally, but most of the time it's just a bad idea. Yeah, we're circling the drain uh, around our lost conversation again, so let's move on. We're not getting into this. It's fucking perfect. (laughs) Yeah, piece of shit. Okay. All right, so there's that new Saved by the Bell trailer, too. Yeah, did you see this today? I did. Okay, okay. okay. It looks weird. It looks I weird. would expect. It does look weird. You know, I, I had a couple thoughts about it, because I, I remember seeing the first teaser trailer for it when they were more highlighting the kids, the new the new class of Bayside High, you know? And yeah. I was like, all right, cool. You know, it's got a couple of ties to the old series, no problem. Uh, we're going to be getting brand new adventures for a whole new generation. They've done it before. They had a show literally named Saved by the Bell, the new class. And I right. I enjoyed it, honestly. I kind of like that. I um, don't remember any of it. Yeah, not a lot of people watched it. Um, but on that show, they retained Mr. Belding and Screech. Now, what's funny is on the new Saved by the Bell, uh, they don't have Mr. Belding or Screech. And Lisa is also missing, but she never shows up to this anyway. Um, but they bought back the other four original kids and this trailer makes it seem like it's all about them now. So I don't know if there was some retooling at Peacock where they were like, we need a hit. We need a surefire hit. We need to bring in Mark Paul Gossler and pay him enough money to stick around at least to make right. an appearance every episode. But yeah, man, it just looks like the continuing adventures of Zach Morris instead of it's another Saved by the Bell. Yeah. I oh my god! And when they're singing at that one point in the trailer, <laughs> yeah, I was like, it. "What is happening?" <laughs> oh, it was bad. Yeah, yeah. It it looks, I mean, it looks interesting in the sense of it'll be free. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be free on Peacock. We can watch it with ads. Yeah. So we're probably gonna end up watching an episode or two of that just to see. Oh, of course. But, like, what's it going to take, man, for, for Peacock to really get that one hit? Because they don't really have anything yet. And you would think now, with the are, yeah, with the power of NBC behind them, you would think they would have something already. 
Well, they did just launch. Um, I know one thing that they are going to do this year, and this is a really big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, this is us usually goes next day streaming on Hulu oh. and all four seasons are streaming and that's the biggest show. It's one of the biggest shows on the air right now. Yeah. Uh, the premiere is tonight. Um, and if you want to watch it tomorrow, you have to watch it on Peacock. I see. Not Hulu anymore. So <laughs> you have to watch it with ads on Peacock, which I am, you know, I can, uh, as long as I can watch it, that's all I care about. Right. It's my favorite show. I can't, I have a YouTube TV set up though to hopefully record it and not have to deal with that. But as a backup, I have to use Peacock. So. Well, the good news is at least you didn't have the edible adventure while This Is Us was on because you'd just be dehydrated by now from crying so much. Oh, my God. I was already talking about This Is Us while I was on the edibles. So, yeah, it could have been bad. <laughs> yeah, it I would have been really bad. First of all, I love This Is Us so much mm-hmm. that I would not have that experience on drugs. <laughs> I wouldn't allow it. I wouldn't allow it. I just – it wouldn't happen. I would. I, I don't want to watch a show like that on drugs. I want to watch it This sober. Is Us, or as I Fine. call it, The Continuing Adventures of Green Arrow. What? Wasn't he Green Arrow? Oh, yes. Oh, right. I'm sorry. I, I swear I don't even think of that anymore for that actor. It's weird. It's completely redefined him for me. That's amazing. He's so good on that show. Oh, my God. I did not think he was that great. I mean, he was fine on Smallville. Yeah. But he was fun. I liked him on there. Like Right. He was, he was good. Yeah. Yeah. But he, on this show, he's really, really good. He like, was, I did not think he was that caliber of actor. He was better than Jensen Eccles on Smallville. Ugh. Ugh. Creepy. On Smallville, it's gross. He's fine on Supernatural, uh, whatever. Yeah. Oh. So. Okay. Uh, Wall of Weird. Wall of Weird. Keith Rainier. Ladies and gentlemen. Leader of Nexium, which we should just take a moment to say we've been talking about Nexium. Pretty much the entirety of this podcast. That's right. In our world of weird. And uh, it wasn't until this HBO series came out that a bunch of other people were like, what's this Nexium cult thing? Mm-hmm. And now everybody's like, oh, shit. So um, Keith Rainier, the leader of Nexium, was sentenced to 120 years in prison. We got him. We got him. Hell yeah, man. I was worried he would have way less than this. Keith Rainier... Sent us to 120 years in prison. News just broke today. We got him. Yep. It finally happened. I'm so happy. Well, we knew that he was found guilty. We already knew that. Mm-hmm. Um, he was supposed to be sentenced, I believe, back in March or June, something like that. But the pandemic happened. They had to delay his sentencing. Right. Um, he is 60 years old. He was sentenced to 120 years in prison for sex trafficking and other crimes. That's mm-hmm. the big thing that got him on sex trafficking. Um, effectively a life sentence because he's 60, even if he loses some of that time for good behavior or whatever. Right, right. They packed him the in judge to make also, sure that he, yeah. He right. going the judge also ordered him to pay $1.75 million in fines. Holy shit. Yeah, that's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Now, who gets uh, that? Where's it going? I do not know. I hope that it's going to the victims um, of... That that had testimony and everything like that. Yeah. It might be paying them back some of the money that he took over the years. It just started to sound like an infomercial for Nexium. Like, 
It was very drawn out. How much? I was like, I don't care. Right. Like, how much footage do we have to watch of him just, like, straight up gaslighting these these men and women? Mostly women, but yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. This goes into the details of the case. I'm trying to see if there's anything else here that um, I would... I don't want to talk about that. So, uh, yeah, it was bad. I, I don't know. I, I I haven't heard anything about Allison Mack. Um, and that I, I she should be sentenced soon as well. She was waiting on sentencing. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because uh, both of them pleaded guilty. She's uh, he got a lot. So that makes me think she's going to get way more than I originally thought. I don't know. She might have she might have flipped and gave up some evidence True. to you know keep her out of trouble <clears throat> yeah uh, it doesn't say just that she's awaiting sentencing right is it, where when is she going to be sentenced i was it? surprised as far as that documentary goes they had so much footage like mm-hmm. it seemed like well of course these are people in, in hollywood and you know they they are working actors and actresses but it seemed like everything they did there was a camera on them where it's like, in most scenarios, you would have to get somebody to come and reenact it. But no, they had voice recordings, transcripts, mm-hmm. video, everything. Like, from day one, people were just trying to cover their own asses, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I, I love it. it says, the, the, the basic structure of it is a pyramid scheme. Oh. I'm like, yeah, no shit. <laughs> uh, this is going over... Okay, so it says Mac pled guilty, and she's currently on house arrest. That might have been a big factor as well, too, that she pled guilty. Yeah. Um, last Instagram post was 2018. The, oh, it says that uh, in the last photo of Mac is a photo with her mother as of August 2020. She is still under electronic surveillance at her mother's house. Damn. <clears throat> um, yeah, so she has pled guilty to racketeering and racketeering conspiracy. So uh, she's not pled guilty to that other stuff. So she has carries a potential of 40 years of prison time. Damn. But it remains unclear whether she cut a plea deal. I'm sure she did. That's what I'm thinking, too. Because if they're being this quiet about it, it seems like, yeah, let's just, like, you know, offer him up as the sacrificial, I don't want to say lamb, because he's definitely not innocent at all. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, just to, and we've got hours of footage to prove it. Um, but, yeah, just yeah. to say, look, you know, you help us seal this deal, we'll let some time pass, and we'll we'll kind of, like, sweep you under the rug on that house arrest tip, whatever. It says, as of a story nine hours ago, the story came out, um, she was originally due to be sentenced in September. Um, but a new, it, the new date has not been set, so I don't know. She'll be done in time for the next Arrowverse crossover. She'll be there. <laughs> uh, I don't know. No. Oh, man. Uh, so speaking of that, yeah. just real quick side note. Mm-hmm. Um, Stephen Amell was, like, talking about because they're trapped with the pandemic and everything like that. He straight up told, um, uh, uh, Greg. Oh, no, no, no. Um, 
Greg Berlanti, he was yeah. like, I'll come back and do Arrow. Shit. If I'm in the city, I want to work. What I want to do fuck? something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you so, listen to the new Inside of You, man. he talks about that. He talks about – he said – so he was saying that, like, because of the limitations of getting American actors into Canada, yeah, because Canada is limiting – Americans coming in for obvious reasons. Obvious. Reasons. Uh, the coronavirus. Amel was like, "Yeah, I'll straight up do that. I want to work. I want to work right now." So he was like, basically saying, and Berlanti was like, "Are you serious?" And he's like, "Yeah." So COVID might get get more arrow. Who fucking knows? Plans have been thrown off. If you remember, and this is one of my my favorite fun facts about that whole situation. That's what led to the destruction of Heroes, basically. They had this yeah. whole multi-season plan in action. It was one of the first times they were going to start doing that type of television with like a multi-season storyline plotted out that they even had a spin-off show called Villains ready to go. Mm-hmm. Then the writer strike happened. We lost that. That ruined so many good shows. Ruined it, yeah. It was even That's a... yet, yet another Kevin Smith project. He was involved in that villain show and that got scuttled. There's a mm. Wikipedia page to to veer for even Kevin Smith. Yeah, for yeah. not only Kevin Smith, but his projects that he's announced that have never come to fruition. Oh, yeah, that's what I meant. Like his yeah. his his failed projects. <laughs> yeah, that's one thing that I really like about circling back to this is us because that yeah. milo uh ventimiglia yes. is on was on heroes and that show um he like that show this is us is a show that has multi-seasons planned mm-hmm. six to be exact so they've gotten two pickup orders in the course of this show for three seasons piece man so they they the first year they got picked up for three seasons and then in season three, they got picked up for another three seasons. That's and they are going thing. to end it at six. That's like what the creator's plan is. Unless something wonky happens and he needs more time or whatever. Yeah. He has an exact plan. They it's have everything thing. planned out. It's a good thing they're not on Netflix because they would have wrapped it up a long time ago. Like, oh, nope, sorry, you're done. I can't, I can't think about that. You know, I can't think of how – another thing, too, is with how well written the show is and how much I enjoy it every single week. Yeah. In every episode, I can't imagine what I would have done had it been a show that was not successful and got canceled early. Hmm. It would have been like my new Freaks and Geeks or something like that, where yeah. I would have been devastated forever over it. Man. But like, it's such a well, uh, well-reviewed well show and well-viewed show that it's it's safe. Like, they're, they're going to make it to the end and be fine. Good. Yeah, NBC there's... wants more seasons. It's going to be a fight for them to be like, no, kind of the same way they were with Lost, where they were like, no, no, we're done. But the money truck, we have it right here. No, 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 no. We're good. But yeah, there, there's a ton of shows that I can think of that just, I'm disappointed I never got to see how they ended. Like um, The Flash and the original Flash. Um, I know. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, you know, The Daily Show with Jon Stewart. No, that's... Uh, <laughs> But that actually, go with Craig Kilborn. Yeah. <laughs> that leads me to the next story, though. Breaking news: John Stewart yeah. is returning to television. What? John Stewart will host What's a new it? current affairs series for Apple TV. Are you fucking kidding me? It will be the first time he's had his own regular show since leaving The Daily Show in 2015. <gasps> this is according to the New York Times and CNN. So it's legit, y'all. John Stewart's coming back. My only problem with that, and I'm happy to have him, mind you. I'm not, oh, my God. This will yeah. get me to watch Apple TV because I, I miss – there is a gaping hole. 
you know, no disrespect to Trevor Noah. The multiple season one hour single issue series will explore topics that are currently part of the national conversation in its advocacy work. Cool. Each season of the series will be further explored in a companion podcast to continue the discussion. What? This is all of my favorite things, guys. Man. Oh, my God. Remember? Oh, no. Okay, Matt. I knock on wood. My desk is wood. But remember that Jon Stewart left around the time that Donald Trump announced his presidency. Right, right, right. What if this is a bookend? (laughs) From my lips to the Lord's ears. Come on. Come on. Come on, God you kinda, guys better fucking vote. You know what? Don't fuck people that don't vote. Let's let's make voting a little bit sexier. That's right. Let's do that. That's right. Don't fuck people that don't vote, guys. Just like the plot to the Spike Lee film Chirac. Um, yes. Don't don't give the goods up to people that don't vote. You know, I uh, I think that makes sense. Yep. I mean, really, it's it's kind of like what people say about how, you know, you shouldn't date folks if you go over their house and they don't have they any, don't like, have books. Yeah, you know? Like, it's kind of the same thing. You gotta, you gotta settle, you gotta draw a line somewhere. But in, in the new, in the new world, you can't judge someone for not having books because they might have a Kindle somewhere. <laughs> they might be digital. Well, yeah, yeah, but that, that should, you know, come up in conversation before you even make it past the threshold of the door anyway. But who yeah. am I to judge? Who am I to judge? Oh, I'm I'm here to judge. <laughs> That's what I do. I'm Judge Fudge. Judge Fudge. Okay. That's the name of the episode. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Put that slot, man. Put that. Just slip it in. <laughs> King of the Hill right there. Dang on slot, man. Tell you what. Go ahead. Put that in. Just slide it in. Just slip that in. <laughs> <laughs> This, Make is, it sexy. this has been my voice acting demo for this episode. So, all right. That's my about God. it this week. <laughs> that is. Uh, yeah. So cool. Cool, cool, follow cool. our social media at Lex and that. And then patreon.com slash Lex and that is a way to support the show. And this story will be free on there. Like I'm going to be posting it on there, but like anyone will be able to access it. Yeah. And with that, I think that's about everything this week. It's- yeah so thank you folks for listening as always uh have a happy and safe quarantine corn tween uh happy corn tween Uh, (laughs) yeah guys do not just wear a mask seriously yeah whatever you do wear a mask one that covers the bottom of your face because you know that covers your nose too why why are people wearing the masks that don't cover the nose i don't get it they want to smell the COVID. They want to smell that fresh COVID. I had to go to Walgreens today, and the guy working at the counter did not have it over his nose. Come on, guy working at the counter. What are you doing? Come on. Thank you for listening. I'm Matt Peters. And I'm Lex Lutz. Be excellent to each other. <laughs>